Just after 11 o'clock, it is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you here. The show brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove, right here in West Edmonton Mall. Check them out at wilhawkbeefjerky.com. Of course, Trent, a big Dallas Cowboys fan. The Cowboys take it on the Commanders. We are Commanders. They got to win. <laughs> You're supposed to go dun 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 I don't know if they actually do that, but that was a... a, a a chant they might have had for a little while. Like you're saying it might have been or it was. Well, like they when they changed their name, I saw some people put the video out there. They should change their name back to the football team. That was the best name. The coolest that, look. Like that is that is all time. It's so funny. And then like the rest of like when the capitals move across the the river to the uh in Virginia instead of in downtown DC, they should become the Washington hockey team. The Wizards changed their name. I don't think anybody would even notice. Yeah, uh, probably. I mean, go go back to the bullets. The Jordan Poole area or era <laughs> not going super well. No, no. Anyways, it is fantasy frenzy. Uh, Trent's uh, Cowboys. I think will walk all over the Commanders in Washington, and then uh, let's see the, the Eagles. If both teams win, the Cowboys win the division. And the Eagles will probably beat the Giants, but the Giants, you know, they'll throw an upset around here or there. They're frisky. Lots to, lots to pay attention to in the weekend in the NFL. If your fantasy league is still going, uh, shoot us a text. <laughs> let us know. We did get one text yesterday about a league that was still going. That uh, very unique because there are a whole lot of starters sitting out this week, and it would really challenge the depth that you have. It might make it interesting because, you know, for the best two combatants in your fantasy football league, you're going to have to find a way to win. Yeah, like that that it might be a better test of the actual metal of the managers themselves. Like if let's just say your starting quarterback all year was Lamar Jackson, are you going to just scoop up Tyler Huntley and hope for the best or maybe look elsewhere? Are you going to go with Carson Wentz? Um Jacoby Brissett perhaps. I don't even know if he actually is starting again for Washington. I have to assume so. Um you know, there there's uh <laughs> but I mean, hey, if you're one of the teams that are actually, you know, still competitive, CJ Stroud, Josh Allen, Tua Tagovailoa, uh, one of Geno Smith, even like one of these guys, and you're going up against somebody who had Lamar. That's uh, that'd be a tough pill to swallow if you're on the other side of that equation. Yeah, it, it certainly would be. I'll go through some of the starting quarterbacks in a second here. But if you want to get in on the conversation, one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. In case you're a first timer, my name is Connor Halley. Brandon Douglas alongside with me. You can always email us Connor at sports fourteen forty and Brandon at sports fourteen forty. Both of those dot c a. Lots going on. Of course, uh, the Oilers off once again. They had the skills competition last night. Uh, they are in action tomorrow, and they'll host the Ottawa Senators. Should be an interesting matchup. The Sens team, for, for a lot of Oilers fans that were around in that decade of darkness, there has to be some similarities, some top-end talent, but uh, just not really coming together. Tonight, though, three games on the ice. You do have the Blackhawks-Devils meeting in Jersey. Capitals host the Hurricanes and the Jets to take on the Ducks. Of course, the NFL... We'll all get going on Saturday. You got a doubleheader, Steelers, Ravens, and then the Texans, Colts. That's going to be a unbelievable game. Nice six fifteen start. I know what Brandon's doing Saturday night in the association. A whole lot of games going on. Golden State takes on the Lakers. Golden State, uh, or sorry, Golden State takes on the Pistons. That game last night. If you have the Joker in fantasy, you're loving it. That three pointer to win the game. Steve Standor replied to my tweet. That was. Not a, like I believe he called it a travel. Basically, uh, I think it was Bobby from Legacy replied to my tweet that cost me a lot of money. Uh, 
it was one heck of a shot either way. The Toronto Raptors will be out in Sacramento to take on the Kings an 8 o'clock start. Uh, Scotty Barnes on the season averaging 21 points per game. They'll need him to keep that up as the Kings are a solid opponent. PWHL action tonight. Toronto, New York rematch after New York won the first ever game in the league's history 4 nothing. Toronto will try to do the same and get some revenge at the Total Mortgage Arena. Home of the New York PWHL franchise. Hopefully we'll get a team name soon, next year. It'll be a lot easier than saying just, well, not easier, but it'll, it'll be better when we can just let those rip. Uh, lots to get to here on the show. Just a text coming in right now. Bronco Brad says, do you guys think that the Capitals will move to Virginia? I know it's only a 20-minute difference, but they go from a district to a state. They should not be called the Washington team anymore. Well, trying to like, I mean, team names always stay the same. That's, the commanders, that's long the commanders always or have have never played in the District of Columbia, and they've been the Washington R words football team commanders. The New York, we talked about this yesterday. Neither the New York Jets or New York Giants play in the state of New York. Yeah, there's only one New York team, and it's Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, FedEx Field, technically in Maryland. Where's their practice facility? Do you know? I don't know. Is it in the district? We don't know. Ral John, Maryland? Landover, Maryland? Are those the same place? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Landover? You know what? I, I, I think the Capitals, if it makes sense for them to move, they will. And they'll just keep the name. They will, they will not change. They, they will be the Washington Capitals still. And the Wizards will be going with them if they move. They're, yeah. they're both owned by uh, Ted Leonosis. Yeah, I mean, hey, if you if financially if it makes more sense, you know these guys are going to do it. Got to spend money gotta, to make money. Got to do what you got to do. <laughs> exactly. Uh, they'll be they'll be doing that as much as they can. Um, Brandon, just looking at some of these starting quarterbacks of the NFL, we did kind of touch on it. I mean, if you are playing daily fantasy, there's probably some guys you want to avoid. But I'm just going to list some of the matchups that you can look forward to this weekend. On Saturday, right. you've got the Steelers Ravens. That's going to be Mason Rudolph versus Tyler Huntley. How, that's actually. Very quickly, the steel is Kenny Pickett ready to go, but Mike Tomlin electing to stick with the hot hand and troll, uh, rolling Mason Rudolph out there. And what is he? Virtually a must-win game. I, I touched on it a little bit earlier with Kevin saying the Steelers do have a back doorway in, even if they lose. I think, but it's very unlikely. Winning gives you a uh, infinitely higher percentage chance. But uh, Kenny Pickett, like eighth overall pick, basically being benched in favor of guy who is your third string quarterback at the start of this season. Kenny Pickett was he was he twentieth overall? Was he? Was it that late? I thought he slipped. Well, it wasn't really a slip because the the draft just wasn't that good. Yeah, twentieth overall. Oh my he, my apologies. Declan and I were doing a draft show and we're like, oh, I wonder if a quarterback will go. Maybe it'll be the guy that ended up going to the Tennessee Titans, Malik Willis. Yeah, we're like, who could it be? Who will it be? Kenny Pickett was the guy. Okay, Saturday night you get C.J. Stroud and Gardner Minshew. So one oh, quarterback. Electric. One quarterback of the four was, was the opening day starter. Opening day starter. On Sunday, it kicks off with Bailey Zappi versus Trevor Simeon, Jets Patriots. Neither of those. Browns Bengals, you get Jeff Driscoll and Jake Browning. That is so funny. <laughs> Vikings Lions, Jared Goff. Hallelujah. We got one starter versus Nick Mullins. The Jags, we're not exactly sure. Injuries make it tough. But it'll be Trevor Lawrence or CJ Beathard taking on the Titans, who will have Will Levis, Malik Willis, or Ryan Tannehill uncertainty all around the Falcons and Saints Falcons we're not sure we think it's going to be Desmond Ritter could be Heineke the Saints 
darn them. If they're not going to go with Jameis Winston, give us the fun. It's going to be Derek Carr. Then for the, the Bucks, Panthers, you got the starters, Baker and Bryce Young. Packers and uh, Bears, you get Justin Fields, Jordan Love. The Broncos Raiders, Jarrett Stidham and Aiden O'Connell. So good. So good. Eagles, Giants, big game for the Eagles. Of course, Jalen Hurts will start. Giants go with Tyrod Taylor. Seahawks, Cardinals, same sort of thing. You got Geno and Kyler. The Chiefs, Chargers. If you're in a random week 18 final and you had Mahomes and Kelsey and all those guys, well, it's Blaine Gabbert and Easton Stick. The Rams, Niners, this should be fun. Sam Darnold and Carson Wentz. And then it does get better. Dak Prescott, Sam Howell. Yeah, kind of the starters. Dolphins, Bills, you're going to get... Tua and Josh Allen, which is going to be game of the that, week. That game matters matters the most. So there, there's a lot of questionable QB play coming. Saturday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, two games uh, for all intents and purposes, win and in. Once again, similar to the Steelers, there is other ways for their respective teams to get in, even uh, if you lose or in. Uh, really crazy. How funny would be the Texans and the Colts tie? That's the most AFC South thing ever <laughs> on a Saturday What's game. What's the tiebreaker then? Well, they, there's a like if they tie, they could uh, both get in. I think if the Jags lose, still. Hmm, that'd be interesting. Here, hold on, I have the playoff machine right in front of me. I mean, that would be kind of like the Chargers Raiders that one year. Like, just take the tie, take the tie. And if, Brian Staley called the timeout. If the Steelers lose and the Jags lose, the Texans and Colts can both get in with a tie. Colts would win the division. Texans would finish in the seventh seed. What would be interesting is if all the scenario goes out and the Bills are in the playoffs going into the the night game because there is a situation where they that, could lose and they could still make the playoffs. Yes, right? that that's one I just described would yeah. allow that to happen. That would give the Bills the sixth seed if they lose, the two seed if they win. You're obviously still going to try to win that division. game, but like maybe the third quarter hypothetically – Fins are up by 20. Maybe it's like, okay, let's just take our starters out. But, yeah, that's certainly going to be good. King of Fort Nasty says, will my Broncos make it in? I believe they are statistically eliminated. <laughs> you know, I mean. Mm, they are. <laughs> if, if may, Yeah, I mean, they beat the Chargers last week and still just statistically eliminated. That loss to the Patriots was just, that, that was it. That was it. That was the dagger. Uh, Jasmine texting in one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. Wouldn't mind some NBA talk, boys. Good matchups, betting lines, etc. We can do some uh, some of that. Uh, I mean, games tonight of note. I'm just kind of scrolling through here. Hawks Pacers, not great. Thunder Nets. I mean, if you want the Canadian Shea Gildas Alexander, I mean, I, I would be tempted to maybe sprinkle a little money on him for the over. He's averaging 31.4 points per game. He's been absolutely fantastic. Wizards, Cavs. Cavs probably get that one right now. Ten and a half point favorites. That always scares me. That amount. I mean, it, it, it all likelihood will happen because, like you said, the I'd be all over the Cavs. The pool era of the Wizards organization, not <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah, bet the Cavs to cover, but Jordan Poole to hit his over on points. <laughs> Uh, Mavericks, Trailblazers, Luca, another guy. The, the points one is fun. Uh, Jokic, man, this guy is absolutely tearing it up right now. Twenty six points per game, twelve rebounds per game, nine assists, almost, almost averaging a triple double. That might be a fun one. Do you ever, do you ever get in on the first 
basket of the game. I I hate those bets. <laughs> I I see people make them. And I was like, oh my god! Like I I don't even like betting like first touchdown score. I will. Yeah. But I I never like it. Like if I'm betting somebody to score first touchdown, I will also always place another bet as an anytime touchdown score because I was like, at least if I'm that confident they're going to do something that I need to like recoup that same money back basically it's it's and then neither of them will happen and then I was like well <laughs> this is why you don't chase your bets or chase your losses uh but yeah that first bucket one that is the most insane bet that I think maybe exists in sports because even like first goal score first touchdown score all these things that how many baskets happen in a game we're talking like the, I don't and I haven't looked at the stats I have to think based on some of the total like uh, final scores I've seen scoring is up in the NBA this year there have been some ludicrous high scores and you're talking about just the first one of the game yeah that's crazy it's a bit of a risk but it, i mean if you hit it imagine the and and you know like in my past i've done it and you know you pick the big name player hoping that it'll, you know it'll happen and then it's over like especially if the opposing team wins the tip off it's, it's, like, oh, it's, no. like, it's like well that was fun while it lasted <laughs> great man good effort uh another guy i think you know if you're looking over Jason Tatum is another good player taking on the Utah Jazz tonight. Those are interesting ones. But yeah, you know, over the weekend too, I like trying to find kind of that marquee matchup. There's nothing really that's amazing. I, I like both the eight o'clock games tonight, which Jasmine said earlier as well, saying that uh, a, a better thing to take in than the Jets Ducks game would be a Lakers Grizzlies <laughs> or a Raptors Kings. Uh, still kind of, you know, the feeling out process of how uh, Emmanuel quickly and R.J. Baird, who've looked good through a couple contests, um, you know, they continue to find their way in this lineup. And then, I mean, John Morant, we talked about it yesterday with uh, Nick Whalen, how he's going to come back. When he's on the court, it's undeniable. Him going up against LeBron, I think, yeah. should make for a pretty exciting game. Uh, it's a shame that those are both on at the same time, actually. Lakers is kind of a tire fire right now correct like, <laughs> yes I mean, yeah uh, jaw he's must watch television so that's that's very good points from jasmine coming in prior on the kevin carrier show uh one game i think sunday should be interesting the minnesota timberwolves in dallas take on the mavericks of the t-wolves 24 and 9 on the season good for them y- you like to see it i mean when they had carl anthony towns and andrew wiggins I thought that was it. It it seemed like they were always on the precipice of like being the next team up and they just couldn't. And wasn't that, wasn't that where Jimmy Butler was when he like yelled at everyone at practice and then was shortly thereafter traded to the heat. He was gone quick. Yeah. Or no, uh, 76ers, I guess is where he went first and then lost to the Raps. Chicago, Minnesota, Philly, Miami. Miami? I believe, I believe that's his, uh, his career course. But yeah, that was when he like, he like with all the backup players absolutely ran rough shot over the rest of the starters in like a practice or something in a scrimmage. And then like yelled at everybody, told them they all, they suck and left. I'm paraphrasing and probably uh, exaggerating a few of the details, but I'm pretty sure that was the gist of it. We'll have to get a Declan Kruger, who is the biggest Jimmy Butler fan out there. (laughs) He's told me like the things he would do to see Jimmy Butler (laughs) raise the LOB. It's, it's concerning. Uh, but yeah, you know what? Uh, th- there's certainly some fun to be had uh, if you're throwing money down, maybe a little daily fantasy you want to get in on. Uh, we had Nick Whalen on the show yesterday talking some NBA. We'll, we'll ramp up that a bit here as we go on. Obviously, the NFL dominates fantasy sports. But with that being gone, uh, you know, like I said yesterday, we are going to try to set up a bit of a daily fantasy type thing, uh, make the weekends in the NFL a little bit more interesting for maybe the the fans of teams who aren't in the playoffs. We'll get you more information on that as the uh, 
playoffs start to get going next weekend. Uh, this weekend, though, sit back, enjoy it, maybe sprinkle a couple bucks down, do so responsibly, and hopefully we can all be uh, beneficiaries of the NFL. And I, I'm just thinking the unders. We listed all those starting quarterbacks at the start of the show. I, I feel like there's a potential for a lot of unders. Maybe we'll get some uh, nasty weather, too, to make it a little more exciting. I'm betting all the overs. Well, maybe are, they'll be set low. Are, are the defensive uh, starters also resting? They have to be. Like, I don't know. It's funny because you don't hear about that as much, right? Like, And it's it's part of the thing. Like, Obviously, the, the NFL, a quarterback-driven league, and they're the, all the focus. Um, but one thing, actually, I'm going to try to pull this up. I, have a, I found a little thing on the internet. I'll give credit to once I have it in front of me about some uh, – player bonuses because of the public nature of contracts and yeah. stuff that uh, might be a good insight if you're not looking at necessarily the games maybe just uh, parlay a few player props together uh with guys looking to hit bonuses um even if they're playing for bad teams and stuff they still might have a little because i mean even for these guys that are multi multi-millionaires an extra million bucks or an extra few hundred grand here or there you never know what you can do with that so i think there'll be motivation i'll, uh, I'll see if i can find that um, list and maybe we'll go over that here at some point in the show. Well, I mean, we've seen that in the past. I think Rob Gronkowski is the one who <laughs> yeah. pops up like every once in a while. He needs I don't know if it was yardage or a catch, but he's telling Tom, like, Tom, I gotta get paid. I'm gonna have to go back to work if you don't get me this. And it was like a million dollar bonus for another catch. Of course, Tom's gonna take care of him. And I think they always do. You know, these guys know they're gonna help each other out, especially if it is, you know, a marquee player trying to help out one of his supporting cast. Absolutely, you're going to look into that. So we'll track that down, some of the bonuses that might be coming up for players. Uh, maybe give you a little bit of an insider's edge as we could all benefit. Let's see what happens. It is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you here. We'll be back right after this. Hello, at 24. It is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky, Alberta's best beef jerky. Check them out online, wilhockbeefjerky.com. Walked past a little kiosk in the West Edmonton Mall today, and uh, it looked very good. I'm thinking, I'm thinking we're going to have to go down there, get some uh, cheddar and jalapeno. What do you some think? Some pep? Yeah. Some peps. It looked good. Yeah, I didn't bring lunch. Actually, that's a lie. I did bring lunch with me, but uh, I can chow that down and go for a little dessert at Wilhock Beef Jerky. Meat the, for dessert. In the form of cheddar and jalapeno pep. Meat. It's on the menu today. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you here. one 1440 is the text line. I'll go into the inbox here for the Canadian Brew House. You can still head down to the Canadian Brew House for NFL action, NHL action as well. Of course, the Oilers taking on the Sens tomorrow. It'll be a fun one. A lot of talent on the ice there going at it. And uh, if you are going to head down to the Brew House, you can download the rewards at the Canadian Brew House from the App Store or Google Play to start earning points and rewards at the CBH. Plus, you get a free order of garlic fingers just for signing up. So do that on your way down. You scan your bill. You collect points and reap the benefits. It's fantastic. Uh, we were talking about setting up something here on uh, for a kind of a, a weekend daily fantasy type thing. I'm looking into it, and it looks like with DraftKings Daily Fantasy, you can do that. So we'll try to set that up for next week. We'll get you the information early on. We'll make it a low buy-in. I don't think we want to go too crazy here. Something just to spice it up. Maybe, maybe we'll throw in a little prize package each week. Yeah, and the, you can fill me in on this as be, I keep in mind as I ask Connor these questions, he might not know the answers. Uh, so, like, let's just say, in theory, it's a, a $5 buy-in. You, myself, and 18 other people sign in. There's 20 bucks or 20 people. The pot is $100. It then pays out that $100 based on 
like first, second, third, and the entirety of that hundred dollars gets distributed within the pool, or does like DraftKings take a cut of it? Do we know anything that way? Well, this would be my first time doing this, so I, I would be unsure. Now, I, I, I'm still telling me I've, I've got to confirm my identity on DraftKings. Oh yeah, I had to do that once as well. So I will do that, and we'll we'll get this thing fired up. Uh, maybe maybe they take a little off the top. I'm not too sure exactly, it, but yeah, basically saying like because you're if like I said we make the buy and low, it's it's that's that's what creates the pot. Much like our uh, hockey pool, the amount of money that you can win is based on how many people sign up. So tell your friends. Maybe they're bad at football, and you can just, you know, it's like a donation. Now, like, like Kevin Carries in his fantasy league this year. Again, we'll get Kevin to join. <laughs> He'll run the donation. table. Win every week. He's due. Um, and I, maybe we'd have to start kneeling every week. And look at this. Patty from the Brew House says, I can help with some prizing. So there you go. Uh, Patty already reaching out here. So let us know. Uh, 1-833-401-1440. Would you be interested if we get this going? And what, what's the buy-in you'd be comfortable at? We wanna, we don't want to outprice anyone. We don't want to make it crazy. But what is the buy-in you'd be comfortable? Let us know. 1-833-401-1440. And uh, Brandon and I will get to work on that and make sure we have something ready for next weekend when the NFL playoffs really get going. And uh, like we've said before, if you're going on DraftKings, be responsible. But it is kind of cool. They've got a bunch of different levels. You know, you could do a dollar. You could. There's one I saw for four thousand. That's uh, big ballers only when it comes to that one. Uh, Montana to Rice is ten bucks. I'll dominate this league. Confident. Niners fans very confident right now. Brandon Montour was dropped in our eight team banger league. Is he worth a look? That comes in from Ear Candy. So Brandon Montour missed the start of the season with injury on the Florida Panthers back end, both him and Aaron Ekblad. Um, since then, the the Panthers have been a you know a competitive team out in the Eastern Conference. They are currently sitting second place in their division, just a pair of points back of the Bruins. Like they, they've been a very very good team. Brandon Montour scored over seventy points last year. That's crazy. This is a guy who the Anaheim Ducks traded for. I think it was a second-round pick in Brendan Gooley at one point. Didn't really land in Buffalo uh, and then kind of found his footing in Florida, and he's he's been really good there. Worth picking up, I would say yes. The Panthers are a team that, uh, you know, traditionally a lot of offense to go with it. Um, they, they're the third-highest-scoring team in their division, but they, they generate a lot of offense from the back end. Forsling, Montour, Ekblad. Uh, I would say he's worth picking up for sure, especially in an eight-team league. Eight-team league, yeah. Eight-team league. Yeah, that's a pretty shallow league. I guess it depends on the size of rosters. Worth a look, 100%. Uh, obviously, I don't know who else is available if you're looking to make a pickup or drop or what your team looks like. But just based off history and what we've seen from this guy in recent memory, uh, definitely worth a look. Now, banger leagues. Typical banger league includes shots, hits, blocks, and penalty minutes. Yeah. Now, also, Brennan Montour last year had 107 pims. That's not bad. <laughs> so, I mean, that's got to count for something. I wonder. I wonder how many of those were like. Was there any misconducts in there? You'd have to think because so. traditionally, you know, he's around fifty. Well, and he he's only played a full eighty games, or at least eighty games, three times in his career. He's kind of hovering around forty, fifty pims. So yeah, he's 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 like he's been slow. Like it's slow this year. Just eight points in twenty two games played. Like I said, coming back from the injury. So uh, I, I would think he kind of ramps up, right? I mean, twenty two games. That I can't remember exactly what injury he's coming back from, but he missed a substantial t- uh, amount of time at the start of the season. 
uh, after their big playoff run. So, like I said, without knowing who you already have, who else is available, yada yada, I I would say he's worth worth looking into because once again, seventy three points last year. That's a lot of points. And I mean, yeah, you've got to think at some point he'll he'll bounce back into form. Uh, a couple more people just saying ten bucks would be good. And uh, ear candy coming back. I would drop Dylan, Brendan Dylan in a banger league. Brendan Dylan is quite is valuable. I'd I'd say yeah, go for it. That's my two cents. As, as usual on this show, when people throw the the questions our way, we do have to say that we don't know the depth of your team or how many bench spots you have. I'll say this: when you ask me questions, I don't know anything about anything. You just talk. I'm just a. I'm just a. I'm a. <laughs> I'm a talker. I'm a. A finagler, a schmoozer. Just talk yourself in circles. Yeah. And then let the the person who asked the question interpret it in whatever way they want. Here's yeah. the thing. When you ask us advice, you probably are already leaning one way or the other. And when Connor and I bounce things back and forth, even if we don't actually come to a conclusive uh, finale, in which, like, what, 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 which happens a lot, I think at least through the discussion, it can tell you that if you're disagreeing with us saying, well, no, that's stupid, then you already know what you want to do. Do what you want to do. You know your team better than anybody. What do you think happens? This is just totally random, but Bill Belichick, the New uh, England Patriots, because I'm just, I'm just kind of scrolling through Twitter here. and It's Ian a hot-button hot topic. Yeah, Ian Rappaport saying that there's a scenario that could involve bringing in a new general manager to run the team. And I honestly, I, I and think him remaining as coach. Yeah. And I think Bill Belichick needs that. I don't think he needs to worry about personnel. I think he should just focus on coaching. I think also he's a very good evaluator of late round talent, but not top end. He hasn't done too good. I, th- I think there's still that belief in his mind that I can just trade back and I can win with third, fourth, fifth round picks. Well, they're proven they can't. And if you look right in your division, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, um, the Miami Dolphins have, Tyree Kill, who was a bit of a later round pick, but that was because of uh, off-field issues. But uh, Tua, they also have Jalen Waddell, first-round pick. Uh, the, the Jets have Garrett Wilson. Uh, Brees Hall, I believe, was a second-round pick. you you got to take skill guys in the first couple rounds here, and the Bill Belichick-led Patriots haven't done that in a while. They have had some late-round picks that they've knocked out of the park, but for the New England Patriots, I think if, if they can do that and keep Bill Belichick, that's, that's win-win because I still think he can coach. Yeah, well, I agree. I mean, the Patriots are so bad. But once again, how much of that is his fault as the coach or how much of it is his fault, the general manager? I I think he's out. I think the Patriots should be ready to turn a new leaf here and try and, like, at some point, you cannot expect Bill Belichick to coach his team forever. This kind of presents itself as the perfect opportunity to bring in somebody new. Because, like I said, the team's bad. You bring in a new GM, a new coach. They can um, draft the quarterback they want this summer. Like, you're kind of – you're setting your, your your franchise up for the next iteration, the next generation um, of your squad. I think Bel- Belichick, it makes a lot of sense for him to land in Washington and coach the commanders um, out – like, for him to go out west and, say, coach the Chargers or something, I don't think makes as much sense, but I could be totally wrong there too. I think there's going to be a lot of coaching vacancies um, – come well as early as next monday right is what we call that black monday in the black nfl monday, yeah. um because like let's just run down the list mike tomlin not going anywhere uh colts and texans no first year coaches like if the bucks lose to the panthers and end up missing the playoffs is todd bowles done in tampa even with the kind of i don't know how surprising you can call it because that division's so bad anybody can win it 
less the Panthers. Um, so I, I think Todd Bowles might be on the hot seat a little bit here. It's a very winnable game against the Panthers, but you continue to roll down. Jets, probably not. Uh, Falcons, I have to think that they'd be looking at making a coaching change. The Saints, possibly as well. Uh, the post-Sean Payton era has not been going very well down in New Orleans. Uh, and, and then after that, it's like the Bears, that's going to be one of the most hotly contested things right now is what the Bears do with their quarterback and their head coach. Um, Chargers already. The, the Raiders, they, they're, they're hiring Antonio Pierce, right? based on what we've seen since he's taken over. That would make sense to me. Um, Dable, probably not in any uh, ish, uh, risk. But even like Sean McDermott in Buffalo, if they lose this game on Sunday night, is he on the hot seat? He already fired his OC. He's kind of out of bullets about where to cast blame elsewhere. And then, of, of course, Ron Rivera in Washington, it's all but guaranteed he will be just not renewed. I think his contract's up. So uh, there's going to be a lot of openings, I think. Bill Belichick probably have his pick of the litter. He is Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick after all. But yeah, if I had to pick a landing spot, I will say the Commanders. I'm curious about that one because um, now I just want Antonio Pierce, who knows? I kind of thought maybe Rich Basaccio might get the job after they and fired Josh In Gruden. hindsight, he probably should have. <laughs> and they went with Josh McDaniels instead. Like that was the one thing. I could be okay with you moving on from Basaccio if you landed a good coach. But you went out and got Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. So they'll probably go hire John Gruden and... Just like restart <laughs> his already existing contract. Maybe. You're, st- you're still paying me. You might as well hire <laughs> me. Um, the commander's like, okay, so they'll have the second overall pick. So they'll get their franchise quarterback. That's enticing. He'll be on his rookie level contract for the next five years. Obviously, he'll pick up the option. I think they have a few more picks, right? Because they, they did make some Yeah, because they trades. traded Sweat and... Um, Chase Young. Chase Young away. Second which, and thirds, I believe. Correct. So you, you get that. The roster's okay. They they have some nice pieces. Their defense is so bad. Well, they traded away their... <laughs> but, like, their past, their past defense, Edge rushers. Which, I mean, yeah, edge rushers obviously play a role in the quarterback, but, like... Russian cover. I, I can't believe how bad the commanders were this year. So, yeah, well, I mean, Ron Rivera. The Sam Howell uh, roller coaster it was unfortunate. I was on the negative end of it because I thought I had myself a really solid future QB2 in my uh, super flex league, but... Not the case. No, no. Now, they are set up very nicely against the cap. Yes. Do people want to go play in Washington? Maryland? No, I don't think so. By all accounts, their facilities are terrible. Um, we They're, see we see social media. I don't remember seeing as many this year, but um, in past seasons, like the stadium like leaking onto its own fans and like where's that water even coming from? It's not raining. The toilets. The t- right? Like all, <laughs> all this stuff... Um, to come in, I think in like some uh, feet, like anonymous player surveys and stuff, people say that uh, the commanders have like the worst training staff, all all this kind of like uh, strength and conditioning staff, things like that. So they're not exactly a, a hotbed landing spot. But if you bring in Bill Belichick, does that make it better or does it stay the same? Because Bill Belichick, a notorious, you know, hard ass kind of coach, like if you make a mistake, you're paying for it. It's not, oh, that's okay. We'll try again. Like if you fumble the ball, yeah, doghouse. And Josh Harris, the new owner, took over from the previous regime, Daniel Dan, Snyder. Dan Snyder, so legend. Good to have him on the league, see you never. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I If I was Bill Belichick, I don't know if I'd want to go there. I, the things we've talked about, though, you're going to get your franchise quarterback. You're going to have a lot of cap space. It could be an opportunity. And uh, you know what? Jim Harbaugh is going to the Chargers anyways, so. 
I agree. Lock it in. Why not? Oh, dang. You know what? That was totally going to be my... I guess I can save that for Monday as an in or out question. Save it for the next segment. In or, in or out. Yeah. I'll say it because the natty is not till Monday night. Yeah. So it won't be old news by then. Imagine yeah. imagine Michigan wins and then like, you know, like after the Super Bowl, they it's used to, I don't think it's a thing anymore, but it's like, what are you doing now? It's like, I'm going to Disneyland. After Michigan wins the natty, they ask Jim Harbaugh. What are you going to do now? He's like, I'm moving to Los Angeles. <laughs> I'm coaching the Chargers. I'm coaching the Chargers. Go Bolts. The ink's still not dry. Just signs it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the dream. That is the dream. We'll take a break. That was the mailbag for the Canadian Brew House. Go in tonight. Go in tomorrow. Watch the Oilers. You got the NFL tomorrow and Sunday as well. Always a great spot. Take the family. Great kids' meals. Great environment. Get the chocolate cake. That's how you win over your kids. You surprise them. Talk to your server. Hey, get a chocolate cake for my kid. And a couple forks. And a couple forks. No, no, no. You don't share it. You don't share cake. I'm willing to share cake. Uh, It's a big piece of cake. Okay, strutty. It's a big piece of cake, and it's rich. You put that down yourself, and you feel like a king of the world. (laughs) It's amazing. I recommend everyone to go grab some of that cake. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get back into the mailbox here. one 1440 We've got one in here from Ear Candy blaming us. Well, that's okay. We'll take it in stride. It is a Fantasy Frenzy brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Hallie and Douglas on Sports 1440. 11.43, Connor Hallie, Brandon Douglas with you here on Fantasy Frenzy. The show is always brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, Alberta's best beef jerky locations, Leduc, Spruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall, or online at wilhawkbeefjerky.com. 1-833-401-1440 is the text line if you want to get in on the conversation. Uh, very quickly, the Edmonton Alex are bringing back Canadian defensive lineman Cole Nelson. Two-year extension. He was the team's fifth overall pick back in 2021, appearing in nine games last season. The Elks uh, making moves. Making moves. I reached out to a source and the team and said, any more big moves coming? And you said, are you guys making moves? And then I got the shrug emoji (laughs) sounds like your source isn't very source my emoji to him was the corn and then the dog the corn corn dog dog. cornelius i shrugs who knows and farhan lalji had that report last night yeah man i love corn dogs i don't i think they're nasty really yeah in theory you like hot dogs i'd rather have a hot dog than a corn dog what i like about the corn dog is that it's on a stick um, which makes it more convenient, but it's harder. Like if you want to put some toppings on it, it's obviously less convenient because they just spill off the side. Whereas the hot dog, the bun is like a casing. Oh yeah. For all the, and you can load up a hot dog way more. Like I love throwing like some, uh, some like, uh, peppers, um, occasionally some onions. I'm not a huge onions Ooh. guy, but I'll put them in the mix. Give me those raw onions on the and dog. And then, um, you know, the usual ketchup. Mustard and relish are optional. A little hot sauce, barbecue sauce, maybe. And then you, if you're really getting it dressed up, like yeah, this used to be outside Billy Bob's in Red Deer, the hot dog stand. It was there for like it's it was there when my dad was going to Billy Bob's, um, the hot dog stand. You can get like the the fully loaded like bacon and cheese and all that stuff. So yeah, I miss that place, the hot dog stand, not Billy Bob's, which is also closed now. Uh, but I miss the hot dog stand. Hot dog stand outside Union Hall back in the day. I I remember leaving one night, and it was a guy that I went to high school with was working it. Hooked me up with a dog. Went like one of the best nights of my life. The pierogi hut outside the ranch, which also had hot dogs, but you could get pierogies there. I sh- no joke. 
as I like my last couple of years at the U of A when I wasn't really like too keen on actually going out to like the bars bars I just preferred sitting at the pubs if it's like a group of guys from the house or something needed a ride picked up or dropped off I would offer I'd drive them there never go in just walk over get myself a hot dog or a tray of pierogies maybe both and then drive home again <laughs> No, like no word of a lie no mcdonald's needed no mcdonald's needed and it was better on the drop off because usually if i'd go for the pickup the line for it would be very long mm-hmm. so i would tell them sometimes yeah i'm on my way to get you guys but get in line for hot dogs so when i roll up i can pop in with you in line get what i need and we can roll on out vitamin j says sauerkraut all caps yeah Play- no no <laughs> Playbook Vic, jalapeno cheddar corn smoky, and you dip your smoky into mustard or whatever condiments you like. I like that from Playbook Vic. Whatever you like. It's not like a strict food debate. It has to be this way. The corn dog is better for dipping, for sure. Like, that's how you get around the spilling off thing. But what if you're on the go? You can't really dip when you're on the go, right? Which, at the whole point of the corn dog, is a convenience. It's on the stick. Bone says, Hernan Salas is a terrible (laughs) source. That's not my source. Rude. That's not my source. And Hernan Salas isn't a terrible anything. He'd probably be a great source, but he's he wouldn't tell me. He's too buttoned up. It'd be too obvious. We'd be like, it would be the worst source ever because everybody would be like, yeah, that's your source. You guys work together. Connor Halley tweets this out. Sources inside the organization telling me X, Y, and Z. Every reply tweet isn't, oh wow, interesting or anything like that. It's all. Hernan told you yeah, this. This is, this is clearly from Hernan. No, that wouldn't make sense. That would not be a good source. But I'm telling you, he would be because he does all that, all the press releases. Hernan, if you're listening, I want to be, I want you to be my source. I want you to leak me stuff, get into the insider game. Hernan, that's a tough biz. Hernan can leak me stuff because uh, we don't know each other personally. The connection would be as obvious. Yeah. You know what though? Like one, one bad take from an insider and you're ruined you're done people remember like that guy i forget his name because why would i remember him saying that otani was on the plane morosi wasn't that jeff Pas- oh yeah john morosi morosi i think he's done i don't think he's ever going to be trusted i think he has a good enough reputation that he can probably still be leaned on but you know we're- Here, here's one for you what about our boy frank saravalli this summer the things about the john gibson rumors saying he was demanding a trade out of anaheim it was vehement, vehemently den- denied by both Gibson, the team, the agent, whatever. And who knows? It, none yeah. of that. But like Frank's it, right. By all reports, it was a false report. No. But Frank's still Frank. He's still rolling. Because Frank's right. He released the entire Seattle Kraken roster before it got picked. I guarantee you there was some talk because when there's smoke, there's fire. Frank's, Frank's right. Frank Sarah Spaghetti. But it, could you be like this one was whenever, whenever Morosi tweets from here on out about a source, I guarantee you. It'll say, yeah, well, what about Otani? Because yeah. there's always going to be Sour yeah, Jays fans. That's well, very true. And I'm never going to believe him again. So, yeah, I, we won't be getting into the yeah, insider you Yeah, you were in on that, man. The plane. You're tracking the plane. Yeah, well, we had to. We're a sports reporter. We have to do that. It's our job. Hey, guys. I'm in town. If I stop by, could I get a hat just down at the rink getting autos? Barber and Peace River. I've got some bad news. We are out of hats. But but we're looking into getting more. Oh, more are on the way. Yeah. Out, we're out right now, but when you come back the next time, let us know. We're, we're in the process of getting more hats. 
But man, they they did go quick. Uh, Want to quickly just let you know that coming up on the lowdown with low tide, he's got uh, Steve Lansky at one and Tyler Uremchuk at one twenty. Before that, they'll have declinations and NHL rumors. And then on the Jason Greger show, we've got uh, well, we'll go to Ottawa. We haven't confirmed it yet. We got someone, but I I don't want to confirm it just quite yet. Cam Tate's two minute warning. Larianne Munzer, Olympic gold medalist. Wanya Gretz will be by to co host from four till six. Craig Button from the NHL and TSN. Mark Spector of Roger Sportsnet and Alan Mitchell of the lowdown with low tide Montana to rice. You guys should sell the house for charity. What's the plan? That is the plan. We, we did, wanted to do the giveaways. Uh, NFL season's now over. So Brandon and I aren't at the brew houses. I think we're going to be down for AFC NFC championship weekend and maybe the, the Super Bowl house. if they'll have us. But uh, yeah, those hats, they, we get them out to, you know, the winners of certain contests. We had some fun and now we're just waiting for the next set to come in. But uh I'm also hearing there's a potential for more, more than just hats. We might have like mugs and shirts and stuff. So keep an eye on that. We'll obviously keep you posted. Uh, Brandon, before we hand things over to Alan Mitchell and the Lowdown with Low Tide, you talked about some potential bonuses that could be upcoming, which could lead to some good prop bets in the NFL weekend. Yeah. So there's a couple that I have my eye on and uh, they're teams that aren't necessarily playing for nothing. Some of them are playing for nothing. Some of them are playing for something. Uh, starting with your boy, Austin Eckler, 110 all-purpose yards for a $100,000 bonus. For running backs, we all know their life uh, shelf life is short. Every dollar counts. Uh, that's obviously a big ask, but the Chiefs resting most of their starters on the defensive side of the ball, so it may be an opportunity there. Receiving yards, take the over. Take then. the over on his they'll, receiving they'll yards. Throw some screens his Almost way. always. Uh, Austin Eckler lives in the screen game. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., one catch last week when I needed him to go off to salvage my uh, fantasy chances. Uh, but he just needs five catches for a 250K bonus. And uh, this one's a little bit bigger when asked. Two touchdowns for a 500K bonus, 185 yards for a 750K bonus. So those ones are a little bit more um, I don't know, unlikely, I guess. And Lamar Jackson not playing. And uh, the Steelers' D will be, you know, full tilt. This is a must-win game for them. But the five catches, I think I would be willing to put in the milestone of five receptions in on a parlay of some player props. A couple ones that are, are like wins for big bonuses. Jordan Love, 500K if Green Bay makes the playoffs. The other side of that same coin, uh, $2 million to Geno Smith if the Seahawks get into the playoffs. They need to win Two and, mil? and the Packers to lose. Uh, so those ones aren't, you know, necessarily prop driven. DeAndre Hopkins, the Titans, they're looking to play spoiler on their division rival Jags. 49 yards for a million dollar bonus, seven catches for an extra 250K. Jags defense has been absolutely porous lately. The 49 yards, I love the seven catches. That's a big ask, but it might be a, even at the end of the game, like if the game's out of hand one way or the other. Who knows? Maybe whoever's playing quarterback, Tannehill, Levis, they might just throw the ball to Hopkins for the sake of throwing him the ball. Very, very possible. Odell Beckham was taken down at the one-yard line last week. That was tough. So that's got to hurt. Um, if you're Geno Smith and you know the team has a gutsy effort, you get that $2 million bonus, I think you got to take the team out for dinner. Oh, for sure. You, the, the boys get me two mil. I'm happily spending half of it. Wow, that'd be a big bill, but like 100 G's, like yeah, let's go talking, for dinner. talking six-figure night out for sure, yeah, I think. Yeah, right? or what's the Louis the Third? That's the the liquor? That's like a crazy amount. <laughs> I'd be like, we're we're having fun tonight, boys. This one's on me if you get me $2 million. <laughs> last, That's last, crazy. Last one for you, Texans tight end. Texans in a win and in-game. Dalton Schultz, four receptions for a 250K bonus. Uh, Tank Dell, of course, still out of the lineups. And uh, the Colts have allowed an average of 4.5 catches per game 
to tight ends like over the last seven. So uh, Schultz, he's been more involved in kind of the well, the first few weeks of the season, and I think well, those of us who believed in him as a good tight end option, a little underwhelmed, but he came on really strong. So that four receptions, there, I think there's a pretty decent little parlay to come in here. You might have to go into the milestones portion of prop bets, not necessarily just over or unders, because who knows where they'll actually set them. So the odds might not be as good, but if you parlay them all together, you should be able to get something uh, pretty decent. I'll, uh, I'll maybe tweet out what I end up uh, drumming up here by tomorrow morning, because I think I will include OBJ in one of those. And your Twitter account is at BDouglas1440. I've also heard some reports that you might do a first basket parlay for tonight. <laughs> you know what? Sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. Lock it in. Uh, big money. Raptors. Ooh. Scotty Barnes. What do you think? IQ. IQ? Okay. Why not? I don't know. We're going to see Sacramento I gotta look at, win I the tip I off. I just at, feel like, no. I got to look at the odds. It's got to check the lines. That's it. That is exactly it. Uh, big thank you to everyone who tuned in today. Do us a solid if you can. Uh, go go download the podcast. Give us a subscription. Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, send a text into Low Tide as well. one 401 Say hello. He always appreciates that. That'll do it for us here on Fantasy Frenzy. For Brandon Douglas, I'm Connor Halley. Have a great weekend, everyone. Right now, let's get to the Duke with the sports. 1440 update brought to you by Wheelhawk Beef Jerky, Alberta's best beef jerky locations in the Duke's Pierce Grove and West Edmonton Mall. WheelhawkBeefJerky.com. Here is Brandon Douglas.